0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry with The Podcast. I'm Ashley Salik, and um, it's Monday, of course, and I'm recording this Wednesday while you're listening. But it is a very special Monday, and I can't just get through the day without wishing Aaron Collins a very happy birthday. I mean, I have wished her happy birthday, but not a podcast. Happy birthday, because it just so happens to be the day that I'm recording. And it was so funny because I was thinking about it this morning and I was like, oh, my gosh, I should listen to the episode of the podcast that she was on. So um, this is my best friend from like years and years and years we met when we were in high school we went to camp together i talk about her all the time i had her on the podcast um when she was trying to get engaged and then um, i had her feet fi- now fiance ben on the podcast when uh he had the rain the whole time so that was super fun and um so anyways it's her birthday and i was gonna post about how everyone should go and listen to the erin episode of the podcast and I was like oh my god is that exploiting her birthday for my own good like is this a Kardashian moment? Like, you know how every time it's Chloe's birthday, all of a sudden, you know, the Coco Kylie collection is 15% off for Chloe's birthday. So, this is my moment of that where I'm going to exploit Aaron's birthday and say happy birthday to her belated now because it's Wednesday when this comes out. But please go check out the Aaron episode of the podcast. I should have looked up to see what number it is, but it's such a good episode. It's such fun girl chat. She had one of my favorite, I'm sorry, what's of all time, which was all about bringing your own food to a party, which like cracked me up so hard. I loved it. It's such a funny episode, especially if you listen back, knowing that the whole time during that episode, um, her now fiance, Ben, had the ring. So um, happy birthday to one of my favorite human beings on the planet. And um, I'm so glad I got to exploit you for this. (laughs) Um, Also, this is a wonderful Monday because this is the first time since my breakup that I have woken up on time with my alarm. I woke up, my alarm goes up at 5 a.m. every day and usually like the earliest I would get up after that is like 5 15 5 30 but mostly especially as of late it's been you know um, I usually start at 7 30 so like seven twenty five, 25 uh, quick get up but I hated that about myself I know that if you go back and listen to these episodes if you're like a loyalist of I'm sorry what um, you've heard me talk about this a million times how badly I just want to like get up with my alarm well I fucking did it today and it felt So good. I took a little TikTok about my routine. I did the Disney Cody Rigsby ride this morning, went for a walk outside, which was terrifying. I don't think my anxiety is ready for that. I guess I can't handle cars slowing down, even though they're just slowing down for a stop. I think they're coming to kill me. It was a little much. I couldn't find my pepper spray this morning. I was stressed, but I went anyways. All of that is to say that um, (laughs) I got up, I was active, I did some journaling. It felt so good. You guys, I really hope I can keep this shit up. Everything in my life is telling me that I need to keep this up. So we're one day in. I called a therapist today. And let me just tell you, because you know I'm a therapy advocate, okay? And I don't want anyone to get the impression that like I just dipped out of therapy, I did not like the therapist I got, my first therapist on United Healthcare, because I grew up with Kaiser. I'm a Kaiser baby. You know, their system for me is easy to use because it's the only one I know where all the doctors are just like connected. Everybody's like a Kaiser person. So it's pretty easy. Like your doctors kind of talk to each other. Um, now I'm on United and everything's different. And so it took me a long time to get a therapist in the beginning. And then I got one and I didn't like her. And then I just got tired of calling. So then today I was like, bitch, this is a new you. Let's get a fucking therapist. You are crying a lot. It's alarming. Let's get a therapist. So I called one today. Um, I think she felt really bad for me because she was like, I don't think I have any openings. And I was like, oh, it's okay. Like, you know, just keep my number if anything opens. Because like they gave me this long list and I just kept calling and calling on my lunch break. I was like oh my lunch break's almost up I'm exhausted I'm about to go back to work like help a bitch out but I think she heard the desperation in my voice I'm convinced she was like this bitch she needs it so now I'll be doing it once a week which I've never actually done once a week therapy at the most I've done every other week and that was with the last person but usually I was just a once a month or so um, I asked her I was like oh like once a month every other week and she's like Maybe every week. And I was like, wow, my voice sounds desperate as fuck. But yeah, sign me up, girl. Uh, So hopefully I can afford that. But you know what? We will cross that bridge later because it's very important to invest your money in important things. And you are important. So investing money in yourself. So maybe you'll stop crying. Maybe that's a good thing. So anyways, um, it's been interesting because I think... Obviously, this is so annoying. I keep repeating myself. I'm just doing so much reflection because this is such an interesting time for me. As I've mentioned so many times, I've just never had my heart broken before. Like, I think I thought I had. I mean, there was one time I definitely know I got my heart broken, but it that was like a baby break. And that took me a long time to get over, which scares me, considering the fact that You know, this was a bigger heartbreak and I would like to get over it quickly. But that's the problem is that I'm so like wrapped up in this idea of being done. Like I kind of talked about two podcasts ago. So, you know, I feel like I haven't been letting myself just get over it. But now I'm in reflection mode and like way too much self-help mode and I'm just analyzing everything like a full psychopath and that's probably not good but here's what it's helping for because one of the things I'm realizing and one of the things that kind of hit me last night because I said a whole cry sesh like I was already crying in the morning at 8 a.m and then I just sporadically continued and then my shower curtain fell on my head and that was just like it for me I just couldn't After that moment, I was like, this is it. This is a cry night. Like, just let it all out. Because, well, first of all, I've had so many fucking concussions that if anything touched my head, it hurts. I am no longer the bad bitch of the lacrosse field. I would like to retire that statement that's never been made before but um and i pulled that by the way that that is not my own quote being the bad bitch of something i won't expose who is the bad bad bitch of the golf course and where i got that name from because it's not my story to tell but (laughs) maybe one day but anyways um i'm just not the bad bitch i once was and i got hit in the head one too many times and now if anything touches my head. I just cry instantly because it hurts so bad. So it was that it was like, I just got so upset about the fact like where my life's at. And I realized that something I've been doing, especially in the last, especially post breakup, but I definitely think the last like few years and maybe I know I kind of keep relating everything to like me coming back from Oregon. And I will say 2019 was a great year. I had a great time. But I feel like that was just survival mode like it was really fun don't get me wrong with like friends and like events that I did and I think career wise I just kind of was like okay I'm probably not going to look into radio right now and so I'm just going to try all these different avenues right and then now my problem is is that you know all this reality is kind of setting in and I think I just stopped dreaming and I stopped Thinking about the future, and I stopped getting excited about things because I was so excited about radio. And, like, if you listen to this podcast a lot, you know, I've had Eloy on a few times, and we've talked consistently about how we wanted to be famous, like, still do, you know, but like all these kind of things about these huge dreams we had. So, you know, like, we're big dreamers, and I'm a big, in like, me, and I just totally lost that. I went into protective mode where I was like, well, if I don't dream about my life, then I can't be let down. And I was like, well, if I don't plan anything out, then I won't be disappointed when it doesn't work out. Because, you know, obviously I was like planning to get married. And then like we broke up, I was planning to move out and then I had to move back home. Like, you know, all these like things that I had wrapped my mind around uh, planning wise, just just didn't happen and then I think I just completely shut down and now I have like no dreams and aspirations I mean I'm shocked I've been even able to get myself to do the podcast like this is such a little saving grace because it's such a like dream to do this and I know I say that every week but like that's how impressive it is to me that I've been doing it because I'm like I kind of given up on everything else and I just can I've been saving my one ounce of like energy to put towards this. And I'm so glad, you know, and that's not to say I don't like my job right now or that I'm, you know, planning on leaving. I don't want to, like, make that statement, especially because I know people that I work with listen to this podcast. So please don't fire me. It's just it's just that, you know, I think I just totally got lost and I didn't know what I wanted to do. And so but instead of trying to find what I wanted, I just stopped altogether. And I want to get back into it so like I don't know if that means I'm gonna go full like basic bitch vision board but I might have to I don't know I'm just like I'm ready to become myself again you know what I mean and I feel like I keep saying that but it's just such this long journey of you know you get so disappointed and you get so it's like okay if you run into like hypothetically, if you were to run into a poll while you're walking and texting, right, you would probably the next time you're texting and walking be like a little bit more aware and a little bit more afraid that you're going to hit a pole. So maybe you won't walk and text anymore, right? Now that's a good example. <laughs> like you shouldn't. But that same fear is applying to me with wanting to put myself out there. Like I'm too afraid to have a dream or like, you know, really want to put myself out there because I'm afraid I'm just going to, you know, what happened before is going to happen now. So um, I'm just tired of being a little scared brat and I would like to be more cour- courageous. So this is my cowardly lion moment and don't you dare try to take it from me. <laughs> so if you're at home and you're kind of, you know, stuck and, you know, it's not because it doesn't have to be because you went through a breakup, you know, like there's a ton of bad shit that happens to people all the fucking time and it's totally discouraging. But, you know, like give yourself the chance to, to grieve what you went through and then like let's get back out there together. That being said I'm not saying I'm jumping back on the dating bandwagon right now okay we're gonna still give that a little bit of time because I was cracking up and I was like okay so there's this tiktok it, his name is Colby and I don't know his his last name to me read as skanky and I know that's not what it is I think it's sh- shanky not sure but anyways I don't know if he's famous but he just popped up on my for you page and he had this quote he was like I'm too clingy for the talking stage Are you coming over every day or what? And I was like, oh, my God, I think that's me. I think that's the problem. Like, I just get way too committed to people too quick. And it's time for me to learn how to not do that. Maybe before I cross back into dating. Right. Or I'm just going to make this my bio. Either way. Either way, it's important to have some Um, (laughs) self-awareness. But yeah, um, you know, little update about me. It's so funny, too, because like as we're talking about mental health, um, I realized something else about myself that I would like to work on and change is I have this like horrible social anxiety, which makes no fucking sense. And let me tell you something. There is nothing more frustrating than being an extrovert with social anxiety, right? Because I need people to like be happy right which I'm working on being happy with myself we don't need to analyze that right now I'm just saying that when you're an extrovert you just love being around people but then you have social anxiety so you're nervous about being around people so for example you know I was like going out with one of my girlfriends the other day and like going out with her friends and I was so nervous about that and I was talking to my dad about it and I was like I'm so nervous about going out and meeting these people. And he's like, why? And I was like, I have no fucking idea, because you know what's going to happen. I'm going to get there. It's going to take me two seconds. I'm going to fall in love with them. I'll probably end up being six of their bridesmaids. Like, I don't know why I'm like so convinced that it's not just going to be you know, easy for me. It always is. And um, not to be cocky and say that people just love me, but people do. Let it be. You're the one listening to this podcast, so obviously you like me, too. But anyways, it's just like it's so funny. So I'm hoping to kind of work on all these things. Thank God, once again, that I got a therapist. Oh, my God. I hope she's fun. I hope she thinks I'm funny. This is the problem. Like the la- my, I've had good and bad experiences with therapy, and um, I loved my organ therapist. She was awesome. And I liked my Sonoma County one right before her. But I had a few Sonoma County ones I didn't like. And anyways, the, the chick that I had before, I didn't like her because she just... I know that you're not supposed to be like friends with your clients, but... I don't know, just like laugh at something. Okay. It's how I'm coping. Just let me have my trauma. Uh, so, um, yeah, anyways, also, um, I don't know if you saw, but I finally got to throw my sister a bridal shower this weekend. So we called it a married and mimosas party because technically she did get married already, um, in our backyard, which you've heard all about that. And, um, but we never really got to have a shower. So I did throw, because people were like, are you sure you didn't throw her a shower? And I was like, no, let me break it down for you. So I threw her a bachelorette party and then I threw her a sprinkle, you know, which is typically a term used for a second baby shower. But I used it for her, you know, baby, br- baby bridal shower. So it was literally just like my parents and Matt and was my brother-in-law and my sister and and that was it. It was just literally us. My dad wore—I um, made him wear a sash that said "Selfie Addict." It was super fun. Um, I had some of the bridal party call in on both sides. It was—it was a good time. It was cute. And then um, we did a video for the—the the, what would have been the original wedding date. So um, that was kind of like a party too, but not really. But it was like everyone was sending in videos. Then I finally got to do a shower shower Uh, it was all Coco Chanel themed it was pink and black and white colors it was very classy there was pearls in the flowers like there was floral ice okay tell me that you don't think that is the bougiest shit ever you don't you ever come here and if I have my floral ice don't you look at me as if I'm not worth a million dollars okay because that was a step above The ice was a step above. I actually took a bunch of videos of me making some of the stuff that I did for the shower for TikTok content because I was like, oh, it's been a while since I've done this. And maybe someone would think it's helpful. Uh, So I'll probably sporadically be posting those. But if you follow me on TikTok, you will see um, full walkthrough. Of the shower, so you can kind of like see all the decorations, the mimosa bar. I did a bracelet making station, which actually nobody used, uh, but it's fine. But I still think it was a really good idea because I was kind of tired of the same old games, and so I thought like making friendship bracelets would be cute. So I still have the beads. If anyone has a shower coming up, we can um, I can give you my beads. Also, I built my first balloon arch alone. I will say because my friend Monica and I uh, attempted to make one for a baby for our friend Danielle's baby shower that one I didn't have my tools for I bought like a blow up a balloon blower upper and so um that's very helpful and then um they had like a little tracking thing like it was this little plastic where you can kind of stick the balloons in anyways and I also did one with with Erin birthday girl but she put them in the track and I just like blew them up and tied them and it was a lot easier let me tell you I know there was this drama going on. If you're not on TikTok, I don't know if it made it over to Instagram, but there was this like big drama that went on about this lady whose career is balloon. She's like a balloon person. And people were like shitting on her for like charging three hundred dollars for a balloon arch or whatever. And she's like, it's a lot of work. And so all these people were making their own blah, blah, blah. No, fuck that. I'll pay. I'll I'll pay you. That was the most frustrating thing I have ever done in my life and once again I have dated three men so when I tell you that the balloon arch was extremely fucking frustrating I mean it that shit sucked so um take my money please I will not be doing that again and it wasn't that the blowing up the balloons was hard that was fine it was putting up the arch because they just kept popping out like and then they kept popping and popping. Everyone was popping off. It was too much for me. Never again. I mean, it looked gorgeous. You can see pictures on my Instagram at Ashley Sleek. Don't get me wrong. When I say I I nailed it, I nailed it. But at what cost? What cost? I mean, when I'm a bridesmaid, <laughs> it's always worth the cost. OK, so I want to sneak in to the question of the week. So I have learned something about myself and the men that I'm obsessed with from television shows, because I think I have two main loves and it would be Nick Miller from New Girl and Luke Danes from Gilmore Girls. Now, remember, I talked shit about Gilmore Girls a few weeks back on the podcast. Well, I'm still watching it. My statement still stands where I think that it's kind of a toxic show, but it's very much interesting to watch again. And like I said, I just can't stop swooning over Luke Danes and I'm sure that actor is like a lot older than me now um but if he has a son or I don't know I don't know how old he is maybe it's not that old but I'm obsessed with him so I think it's what I think it is and I can't remember if I talked about this already so I'm so sorry just skip ahead but what I what I've discovered is that I think I like grumpy men who only have love for very annoying women because that's me Like, I'm so annoying. And when you look at Jess and Lorelai, they're just fast talking, you know, singing crazy bitches and that need a man who's like grumpy but loves them. So that's what I'm looking for. um, If you'd like to put the feelers out there. Uh, so anyways, but it's so funny because Gilmore Girls was a show that I watched growing up, but I never finished it. And it's, it's when Lorelai and Rory get in a fight, I just cut it off. I was like, I can't fucking watch this shit. It's not interesting. Well, I made myself power through. It's only like five episodes or so. that They're not talking it was very painful it might have been another reason why i was like in a mood yesterday and crying but i'm past it and then i was thinking about shows that like you get really committed to and you never finish so for me it's gilmore girls and glee i have never seen the last season of glee and what's so funny about that is that Eloy and george and i started glee from the beginning Because I had never seen it. And then I moved to Oregon and we still never fucking finished it. So I was curious if other people do this shit too. Because I was like, am I the only one who just can't commit, right? So I asked the question of the week this week was about if you have, if you've started to watch a show and then you haven't finished it yet. And you guys did not disappoint me because I was like, what shows are these? Uh, So someone said, I got like three people who said Riverdale, which same actually. I haven't seen, I got up until... I think the current season. No, I think I missed one more, but I was watching it religiously and I love those like little teeny shows. Like I watch Pretty Little Liars all the time, all that shit. But um, I couldn't I couldn't get through it. Also, for me, when my favorite characters like if if the girlfriends are fighting like the girls, like the besties, like Veronica and Betty fought all the time and it would just give me so much stress. And if there's too much betrayal, which I don't know how I got through Gossip Girl, by the way, with these statements, but it's like I can't handle that Betty was always making out with Archie and betraying both Veronica and Jughead. It's like pick a side. okay? like why? Why does every teen drama have to be about some sort of like love triangle? Why can't they just be friends You know, like I know that everyone's like, Ashley, there has to be some sort of drama. Yes. Look, I live my own life and there's a shit ton of drama in it. And none of it has to do with my friends hooking up with each other's boyfriends. Shockingly, not shockingly, that has actually never happened in my life. I have not had, knock on wood, I have never had one of my friends like hook up with one of my friend's boyfriends. I'd like to keep it that way. But I'm just saying that you can have a, and I think I could have my own show For sure. Well, obviously, as we know, I'm an 80% narcissist and I have a podcast, so of course I think I'm worthy of having my own show, but I would have one without my friends sleeping with each other. I'm just saying. Anyways, okay, um, Manifest, because Michaela should have ended up with Jared. I've never seen that show, but I get this, because like I said, when my couples don't end up together, I'm not interested, and I have a feeling, like, I can't remember the end of Gilmore Girls, but I feel like Luke and Lorelai break up for a little bit. I'm on season six, and I feel like they break up and she she goes back to um, what's his name, Chris, and then they get back together at some point. But if that happens, I don't know if I'm going to be able to take it like to me. And I know this sounds wrong because Chris is hot, too. But I think Luke's cuter. Anyways, um, Ted Lasso still haven't started that. But my dad and brother-in-law rave about it all the time, which is a funny because my sister's the one who answered this. And I know that Matt says that you're watching it. So. He said he's been tricking you into watching it, by the way, not to expose the secrets here. So maybe he needs to do a better job. Um, Superstore. Never seen that one. Um, The new Gossip Girl. It's trying too hard. I'm trying, but it's oh, I thought you said it's trying too hard. No, he said I'm trying, but it's hard. Actually, my my best friend Julie, who I talk about all the time on the podcast, uh, we she's the first person to, to introduce me to Gossip Girl in college, and um, she said she just started watching the new one too and couldn't get through the pa- first episode. So I haven't tried yet. If you watched it, let me know. I'm super curious to hear how you like it walking dead my dad was just watching the three hours last night I interrupted his three hour he literally came out and specifically said there's a three hour episode of walking dead on tonight and I said okay and he's like so we're gonna like I'm gonna sit in the living room and I watch it and of course like a fucking shower curtain fell on my head and I was crying and he had to get to like take a break from his show and like console me which i'm sure was so annoying but whatever um ozarks and outlander i've never watched those um this is my favorite answer i got uh i wish i never finished game of thrones same same um i love this basically if it's on netflix all seasons i can't supersize binge i get bored i totally get that because I, I took a huge break when I did Gilmore Girls. But then yesterday I was like so determined to just get through them fighting because I wanted to see the end that I did it. And what's funny about that is there's just shows that you are so clearly not meant to be binged. Hannah Montana, for example. I binge watched Hannah Montana when it was on uh, Disney, like when Disney Plus first came out. And it's so inconsistent. Like that you it almost ends like four times and then thing like you think it's over and then there's another episode that makes no sense so it's clear this show was meant to just be something that you kind of remember things from the first episode but weren't paying a lot of attention to so i just thought that was super funny and well and there's many more amazing answers but thank you all so much for answering the question of the week and like i mentioned if that is something you would like to participate in honey it's not hard you just have to follow me on Instagram. And trust me, I think I'm an influencer. So it's worth the follow, at least for the laugh at someone trying too hard. You can follow me at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's. And I didn't know I had so much to catch you guys up on. This is going to be a long episode. Um, Let me adjust my position while I say that. Lock in, my friends. Um, Okay, because I did want to talk a little bit of hot gossip. (laughs) And first of all, It's because my girl Taylor Swift is on TikTok now. You guys, TikTok's made it. They've made it. Taylor Swift's on there. Um, I'm going to be honest. I didn't know that she wasn't on there, but uh, she's on now. And uh, I think that's going to be very exciting for us. TikTok is all about the trends. So I can see her. She already started a trend with her very first TikTok. I see like a bunch of people imitating it. And um, I'm just excited because I know she's really active on like Tumblr and stuff and talks to fans. And I hope TikTok's similar, not because I expect her to talk to me at all, but I'm just excited to see her like interact with other people and um, maybe we'll get some like Joe content. You know what I mean? We never see from the- We never see them, which is probably why they're still together. But I would just like to see it. But this is what I want to talk about because remember how I was talking about how hard I ship Tom Holland and Zendaya? Well, They were at a wedding together, which, first of all, I don't know why this is so weird to me. Maybe it's because, like, all I do is talk about weddings, obviously, and they revolve around me. But I kind of forget that, like, celebrities have friends and family, so they go to weddings, too. You know what I mean? Like, it was so weird that the picture I saw was them sitting at those typical wedding chairs. You know what I'm talking about? They come in, like, gold, silver, and I think clear and they like, if you know, if you if you know weddings, it's not the fold out chair. It's like the the classy chair with the little seat cushion. And they're just sitting at those chairs at a circle table with like other people. Imagine if you just got sat like you just happen to be the friend from college, you know, that just happened to dorm with Tom Holland's sister. And now you guys are friends and suddenly you're just put at the same table as them. I would shit my pants, literally. There's no way. With the alcohol flowing, and I've seen this, I've seen like TikToks of people that are like, oh my God, so and is just at this wedding I'm at. Like, what? How? And like, talk about Abigail. We don't go to Taylor Swift. This bitch met Taylor hella early. All she had to do was like lose her virginity to someone and then be sad about it with Taylor and bam, she's got a bestie for life. That was her maid of honor. Taylor fucking Swift was her maid of honor. Look, I think I'm a good maid of honor. I know I'm a good maid of honor. But how do you compare? How do you compare? And I can't write you a fucking song. I can't do that. I can try. I'm not doing it, though. Like, you know, anyways. So um, I just got so excited about them being at this wedding. But also, oh, the other thing that they were in the news for was that the Spider-Man trailer leaked, which I haven't watched it yet. And um, I do love Spider-Man, so I'm excited about it. But it reminded me of this. And this is one of those stories I was just like, do I ever tell this story? I don't know. I don't know if I'm in trouble for telling this, but I'm going to do it anyways. But... Um, They were talking about, there's all these funny TikToks about like who leaked it, who leaked it. And they're like, that's probably some poor intern or something. Well, back in the day, I accidentally linked the Bottle Rock set list out before Bottle Rock did. So if you're not from Northern California, Bottle Rock is hosted um, up in Napa. It's like a festival. Uh, It's super fun. I jam sellers puts it on and um, the rosé is the best. I'm obsessed with them. Um, Anyways, so they put on this big concert every year. And so the radio stations in Sonoma County are super involved because we're, you know, like the closest radio station to the area. And they always give us like I think they announce it in January. And normally like by the beginning of December, we have we have the lineup, which trust me was the coolest thing to me in the whole world like I felt like the head bitch in charge like I just felt so in the know like I was so fucking cool for knowing who was playing at bottle rock like you know what I mean as if it's the Met fucking gala like I don't know I just thought I was so cool so I had it scheduled on Facebook on my computer to post like two minutes after they posted it right because they give it to it they give us all the graphics whatever well my my clock on my computer was wrong and I noticed that it was so say it was supposed to go out I think it was like at 6 a.m like my computer said it was 602 and so I panicked because it wasn't up yet and I was like oh shit so I went in and manually published it and um yeah it was it was like it it wasn't that long it was like five minutes before but I got this like full fiery email like, take that down, take that down, take that down. And I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna get fired. I'm gonna get fired. I didn't obviously get fired, but it was literally so scary. I I panicked. I panicked so hard. And I say this and admit this, knowing that I'll I will have another job where I'm gonna have top secret information that cannot be leaked yet. And I hope they don't take this as that. Now it taught me a big lesson. I check all of my times when something makes happening because you can't just trust trust Mac like that. I'm so over Mac. How dare they betray me like that? That was my Apple. Mac laptop that had the clock wrong. And I was just so stressed because I didn't want to be behind, you know. And yeah, it was horrible. And um, I'm pretty sure Natalie, who I'm on the podcast, had to like take the fall for me on that one. Um, I can't remember, but I felt horrible. I cried for so long and I still had to be on air, but I was like crying and it was a mess, which happened all the time. um, Just astray last week I think yes and the week before I didn't really have an I'm sorry what moment because we had so much to talk about so this is just an extended ass podcast because I still want to have this particular I'm sorry what moment because it was supposed to come in last week's episode but as we know I was on my lunch break hashtag stress and um, I'm not now so I would like to talk about this because this is from a wedding themed episode. But I just think it's important to talk about because it makes because it keeps coming up in my life. And it's not just personally, but I keep seeing this on TikTok all the time. And let me talk shit about parents who are so fucking entitled that they think their kids need to be at a wedding. I would like to say this preference this all by saying That obviously I have no idea what it's like to be a parent and obviously I probably will never know. Now, all of that being said, here's the thing to me. So I don't like it in general because I just, it's not that I don't think kids are cute. It's that I, once again, am just such a narcissist that I believe that the bride's the star of the show and kids always take that shit away. They are so cute, okay? that you can't not look at them. I don't want that. Personally, I don't want that. I I can't have the attention not be on me. Like I said, narcissism, OK? But I have, I will admit, the pictures of the kids dancing on the dance floor are super cute, all that stuff, OK? So it's not, it's not, I don't want to rant about that. Because like, if you want kids, if that's important to you to have kids there, you should have kids there, OK? Now, let's talk about the fucking parents, OK? Because here's the deal. I get it. I get that when you that it's not fair that when you have kids, you have to sacrifice things because I believe you should do be able to do whatever you want, whenever you want. Right. So obviously you lose a little bit of that when you have children and, you know, it's not fair. But also someone is paying a lot of money for their wedding and if they decide that they want an adults-only extravaganza because they're going to be blacked out drunk and don't want to trip over little Timmy Tom on the dance floor. That's their prerogative. And unfortunately, you just have to deal with that. And here's my deal. Like, OK, so if, if you know, I said no kids and it was someone's deal breaker, then they're probably not coming and we can do something to celebrate special on their own. I, I can't see my friends doing that to me either because I think that they would all, you know, obviously if something happens and like they can't get a sitter, they can't get a sitter. If like someone just had a kid and it's like, okay, we can't just like fucking leave little Bonnie at home. Okay, she needs like her milk. Right. Like I get I'm not saying I'm not sympathetic to any of that stuff. I just I I don't get where people get off being so entitled about other people's weddings. I just I don't understand it. Like I just it, it blows my mind because it's their day and they're paying for it and it's about them. And I get it. If you're hurt, okay. Because like, look, I've been the kid. I've been the flip side. I've been the kid that didn't get invited to the party. And I was like, the fuck, like, why wasn't I invited to that wedding? Like, I'm fun. I should get to go. And now that I'm adult, I'm like, yeah, I had no business being there. And and yeah, sure, it hurt hurt the kid's feelings, but like do something if you're close to the kid just do something special with them on the side like everybody acts like a wedding can is just one day bitch please mine's gonna last a long time I don't have a ton of little events like oh like little Cindy wants to see me walk down the aisle again because I didn't invite her to my wedding absolutely I'd absolutely do that right and like who knows I'm obviously so far off from being married that I could change my mind and maybe I will end up having kids there but at this point the answer is no and it's not and it's not because Because I don't like kids, which is a common misconception, okay, that people have on me. I don't not like them. I just don't want my own. I am very excited to be an auntie. I'm getting lots of opportunities. Like my friends are getting pregnant. It's so fun. I love it. I'm thrilled. And, but I just don't get it. Like it's not your fucking day. And guess what? Here's the deal. If you want to bitch about it, feel free. Okay, right? Like I get it. It's like this podcast. This is my podcast where I just like vent the shit out. The shit that I'm saying to you on the podcast is the shit that I'm calling like my best friends and bitching about too. OK, because and it's shocking and I love them that they listen to both the podcast and me on the phone. Like I love them for that for eternity. But like, here's just the thing. It's like the, if you want to bitch about the fact that your kids weren't invited to the wedding, like go bitch to your best friend about it. Don't fucking bitch to the bride. Leave her alone as if she's not stressed enough and guess what it's not a personal attack on you okay if your kids are not invited it does not mean that the the bride or the groom does not love your kids okay that's a very also common misconception it's that maybe they don't feel like paying for a whole separate kids menu you know what I mean so like the bottom line is, I'm sorry what these motherfucking opinions on other people's weddings. Like, look, judge all you want. Just do it behind the scenes and don't fucking call the bride. And hey, if you have a problem with something, guess what? That's what the maid of honor is for. Call me up personally. All right. I'm, I'm too maid of honors right now. You got a problem? Call me. I'll fucking talk to you about it. Can't wait. Don't make the bride feel bad or the groom for doing what they want to do at their wedding, okay? (laughs) all right you guys it got sassy here at the end but I support it that's what this podcast is for thank you so much for listening um try not to cancel me over this I'm not in the mood uh (laughs) and um I'm gonna have an exciting little like announcement nothing news coming but just an exciting little update coming up on my Instagram if it hasn't happened already because I haven't scheduled it out yet but uh make sure you're tuned when you see it you'll know it okay but uh thank you so much for listening I love you all so, so, so much. Okay, bye.